Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Rugby Rant Podcast Show, your premier North American rugby podcast. Growing rugby, one fan at a time. And welcome back, rugby fans. This is the Rugby Rant. I'm the big guy, Scott Farrar. That's Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt. What up, what up, what up? It's an old school session with me and the hammer today. Um, Kitmas is upon us. Uh, we finally had the kit release. And they must have been listening to one of our friggin' shows because I think I said the last time we talked about uh, the MLR and what they should be doing, we talked about big events. And I said Kitmas is one of those big events, just like the yep. draft. And we felt like last year, because let's we'll just talk about it real quick before we get into around the pitch. We felt like last year dripping it and having each team drip their own thing was kind of boring. Um, yeah. For sure. Well, it came out in segments and it was really hard. It was hard to wrap your mind around everything. It kind of got spread out. There wasn't a big splash. It was little bits and bits and drabs. And that was no fun. Exactly. And they dropped the away kits and they dropped the home kits and have yourself a merry little kit miss in uh, mid-January. But um, right now we're going to hit around the pitch. And Rob, take it away, really. All right, so I'm going to start internationally first, um, and it's about the growing segment of the game. We know that the women's side of the game is growing exponentially. We know it's a big fuel for the growth of rugby around the world. We've seen some nations just really take the women's game a game up another notch. Uh, we know that Six Nations was you know, had great TV viewing. We know that it was uh, it was breaking attendance records. Uh, the Women's World Cup was phenomenal in New Zealand. Uh, the, the the final, with the exception of the red card, was phenomenal. And now we have something else to chew on, literally, uh, with a Lions tour. Uh, the women's are going to have an official Lions tour. It's been announced. They're going to New Zealand in 2027 in September. We've been promised that it won't overlap with the Men's Rugby World Cup in 2027, of course taking place in Australia, uh, which starts in October 1st. They're going to play three test matches against the Black Ferns, uh, and it's, the head sponsor is going to be Royal London and Howden. Uh, a lot of people have you know thrown around, well, maybe they should play Rugby Canada as much as we'd like that in North America. Uh, I don't know that that's the one you go with off the, off the cuff right away. Um, it definitely should be on the horizon. Obviously, strength. Uh, New Zealander is is you know the the World Cup champion. You got to go down to New Zealand and play the Ro- World Cup champions. 
uh, first in the inaugural Lions Tour and then start to look to broaden the horizons. Great move. It's going to be awesome. Love the fact you're going to get a month of rugby, women's rugby, and then get six or whatever, seven weeks of, of men's rugby World Cup. Awesome stuff. Great to hear in 2027. Absolutely. And to continue uh, on the role of, of women's rugby, um, the Women's Rugby Coaches and Referees Association had their 2024 conference this past weekend. And I want to shout out our friend Wendy Young and Sam Lovett. Um, they did great content from uh, that conference. And, and Wendy was really giving you some snippets of what was going on in a lot of those meetings and, um, you know, uh, the, the, the talks. And it wasn't just wasn't just talking. It was exhibitions on what's going on. It's on training. It's on practicing. It's on proper positioning and a scrum for a prop. It was, it was really cool. Go check out our friend, uh, your scrum connection, uh, Wendy Young on TikTok. A lot of her stuff is on TikTok from that. Sam Lovett as well. Uh, her and our friends were doing a great job. Really good to see. Um, you know, this is a USA Rugby Foundation development. Maybe next year they should have a North American conference. You know, we'll get Canada involved and, and really make it a a joint effort. Um, you know, don't know if that's possible. I don't I don't know the insider workings. My point being, I do think North American rugby needs to be a coalition on certain levels. And I think that's one of the levels that could be a coalition at um, improving the women's game all the way around in North America. Rob, what's your second topic? Second one, I'm going to bring it back home and um, maybe throw a little bit of Nola Flair in there. Uh, just announced as of today, the recording here on Tuesday, Nola Nate can no longer be called Nola Nate. Uh, he's going to have to be called, uh, I don't know, uh, Nate, the Jackal. I'm not quite sure, but he is going to be, he was announced as the attacks and backs coach for the Dallas Jackals. Um, of course he's served, uh, Nola well for several seasons and, and then was an interim at OGDC. So now he's making the turn into Dallas. It should be. I'm really excited for him. I love Nate to death. He did some broadcasting work uh, for the league last year. Of course, he did some pre. I worked with him a little bit on the pregame show, um, put on by Next Level Rugby at the final. He's a wonderful human being. Uh, I just love the guy to death. Tremendous person. I'm so excited to see him get back in the league. Get back into what he loves to do because I know he loves to coach. So congratulations, Nate. Congrats, Nate. Um, could the Jackal Prince, if we're calling Rick Collins a Jackal King, maybe we'll call Nate Jackal <laughs> Prince. Uh, it's it's a hierarchy, that's for sure. Um, the the next thing I'm going to talk about. Um, <laughs> the next I don't thing know how I, the rest of the Lion King song goes, so we'll just leave it at that. Great. <laughs> Disney, if you're looking for somebody for your next animated short, it's it's the hammer. Um, that's right. We're going to talk a little bit about international rugby, and and it's. Kind of got the big guy fired up here. Um, shocking announcement. Uh, Louis Rezamet, uh, Welsh rugby star, um, playing, you know, played for Gloucester, um, made his debut for the Welsh uh, senior team in 2020. Um, you know, high riser there in Wales is looking to move to the NFL international players portal. Um, you know, and, and you get, you get people who say things like this and maybe they don't understand the game of football or the fact that, um, there's guys in the in the game, but this was a comment on on a post from uh, Rugby Joe. Um, it was a comment that says, "Ridiculous! You need to have played American football at the high school and college level to even stand a chance of understanding what's going on." Worst decision he could ever make. Let me just go over a couple things. One, in 2024, practice squad players make twelve thousand dollars a week. In 2024, 
practice. And that's there's two types of practice squad players. There's practice squad rookies, guys who've played in the league less than two years, and practice squad vets who play more than two years. Practice squad rookies this year got twelve thousand. Next year they get twelve thousand five hundred a week. The minimum uh, contract for an NFL player. $795,000 a year, obviously broken up. If you're a practice squad player, then get signed. They'll be by week, but then they can cut you and yada, yada. My point being is how much money you think he's making at Gloucester versus how much you can make on the practice squad if he's just a practice squad guy. The second thing is uh, Jordan Mailata. Jordan Mailata, no collegiate you know, football, anything, never played the game, went to the IMG Academy for like five months to learn how to play football. Plays one of the hardest positions on the field in offensive tackle, starts – for the Philadelphia Eagles. And this is the type of thing you learn. Um, let me just show out, um, you know, my buddy, Jimmy, who gave me uh, one of his play calls. He's an offensive coordinator for division one football team. Explode to gun rubber, right? Flip zebra scat left. Y drag X hook F trail. Ken 52 sprint draw easy. Check with me. Alert scat left 93. We're not talking about running up to the lot to your hooker on the line. I'm going play number five. Jordan, my learned the playbook, learned how to play the position. As a starting offensive tackle, you have to learn all the other frigging positions because you could be moved over if there's an injury. So for a guy in 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 you know in um in Zamet, who probably has a build for a slot receiver or in my opinion a number two tight end because he doesn't have enough mass to block um at this point, but he can come in as a number two tight end and run run some routes. Route combinations are easy to learn. The hardest part is going to remember snap counts. The hardest part is going to try and remember a play like that if he comes in as a wide receiver. You can always be a punt return and kick returner, but I want guys who are transferring over to the NFL from rugby to be in some of these positions that they can be in. And don't get me wrong, Jordan Mailata, you can't teach height, you can't teach weight, but that's only one part of the offensive line. If you think the offensive line is just about pushing people around, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So let's be honest. He can come in and make a difference on an NFL team. He can make some money and then go back to Wales and still be available for Wales in the next round of, of World Cup, Rob. I, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I hear all what you're saying. I just, and I'm not saying it's impossible. I just think it's going to take him time to develop. Um, perhaps go to the XFL, USFL, or whatever iteration they've got going this spring and, and tries where is it kind of a, a, a minor league level and see how he does. I think still at, at receiver, there's a lot to be learned about positioning, about how to beat, you know, a jam defense, how to beat, you know, how to make make out of your breaks, when to cut off your breaks at certain timing. There's a lot of timing issues in route running and things like that, that, that he doesn't have experience uh, of doing at any type of level. And it's going to take a lot of adjustment. Again, I'm not saying it's not impossible. Um, I know Tristan Blewett uh, when he was playing for NOLA, uh, went out and tried out for uh, the Saints, and they were kind of look at him as a punt returner and a kick returner, and they liked him in that spot just because it's more instinctual. He could find space, he could find gaps, much like a fifteen does when they receive, you know, a high ball, which uh, Lewis Reed Zamet has done. So I could see him in that position a lot more quickly. I think it's going to take some time for him to adjust to the receiver position. Shout out to the Scottish Hammer, New York Giants punter uh, Jamie Gillen. Um, he actually used to live near the boys uh, in Hoboken, the Ironworkers, from Scotland, for his Scotland, uh, started his career playing rugby, came over, now punting for the Giants, making a minimum of $795,000 a year as a starting punter. Things can happen. Guys can do it. Um, it's a lot easier than some people think. Um, 
and let's be honest, as long as you can keep up athletically, there'll be a place for you on the field. They will put you somewhere on the field. And that wraps up our very long around the pitch. Sorry, everybody, for going on my little rant. But uh, I hate when I see those stupid well, comments. It's the name of the show. Don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, you know, again, it's, that's not what we came here to talk about. We came here to talk about kitness. And we're going to kind of get the down and dirty uh, in the next segment. So, you know, before we go and we start tearing people down and building people up and making guys like, you know, Rick Collins cry every so often because we're going to critique <laughs> the jackals, uh, let's, <laughs> let's get a couple words from our sponsors. All right. And, uh, and we're back. And like we talked about, uh, we're doing our Kitmas episode a little bit late, but this is kind of when it dropped, um, you know, without the release of, I'm going to put a, 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 an asterisk, without the release of the official time and date of certain teams and the official colors of certain proposed teams that Brian Ray shall has named later. <laughs> and that shall be named later. Um, that maybe we have information for that. Maybe we yeah. don't have information for Um Let's just say we have information. We just can't share it with you. We're going to do our rankings. We might have to do a re-rank if a certain team may or may not be in the league in the next three months. But what we're going to start off with, Rob, is our uh, bottom three kits. Now, the way we've decided to do it is we're not we don't we're not do going by team. We're going by individual kit. So you may like the home ah. kit for somebody. You may not like the away gotcha. kit, or vice versa. I think that gives it a little more. Um, a little more detail and then we can talk about these in more detail and give you more opinion. So Rob, do you want to start off with your three that you pick at the, at the bottom right now? Oh man. Um, yeah, I'll go with my three at the bottom. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, so wait a minute, the first at the bottom, are we talking about the worst or are we going number three? Go like three, two, three, one, three, three being two, the third worst, second being the second worst, one being gotcha. the worst. Gotcha. So I'm going to start off with my number three. Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, Miami's, it's their away kit. Okay. Um, it's the black with the pink in the middle. And I have some people liking it and digging it. And it takes some of it. There's some homage there from some artist community down there in Miami. And I get it. And I, I like the colors. I don't have a problem with the color scheme. My issue is that panel in the front looks, it's like a throwback. It's like a throwaway to soccer. You see a lot of soccer uniforms with that vertical panel like that. I think uh, AC Milan is something similar. I'm just not a fan. It's not as distinctive. And that'll make a little bit more sense when I talk about some of my top kits. Um, so I'm just not a big fan of that. Um, you know, again, don't have an issue with the colors, the logo. It's just that that panel, I don't know, something screams to me of soccer. Uh, so that's number three. Um, coming in at number two, boy, um, I, I, I'm going to go with the L.A. Acorns, um, their, their, uh, their home kit. Um, the, I like the, again, I like the color scheme. I really don't have an issue with any of the team's colors. Like none of them make me barf. So I don't mind them. I like the colors and I get what they were going with, with the acorn throwback. And I know people are going to say it looks like a penis ahead of a penis. I get it. Um, and, and it may look like that. Perhaps they should have gone with like an oak leaf or something a little bit more creative. So it didn't look like a male appendage. Nevertheless, 
um, they were going for the coastal wave, right? Which I like, and I, I think like the LA coast would be a great name for the team instead of this, you know, LA RFC thing they got going. But um, I think it could have looked more like a wave, uh, like a traditional cresting wave or a break or something that you could that you could more honestly look at and say, oh, I get what they were going for there. Like when they when they said they were going for a wave, I kind of went, eh, okay, now I, now I see what they were going for. But I didn't catch it right away, which means it was kind of lost in translation for my taste. And coming at number one, uh, and dare I say this, because there's going to be uh, some fans of this team who are we are quite friendly with that are going to be unhappy with my response here. Um, I'm coming in with, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm gathering up my pictures here. The Seattle's home, is it their home kit? Yes, their home kit, the black kit. Okay. And here again, they were going for the sound wave. Um, it, again, it was kind of lost, it lost me, right? It wasn't like you've seen sound waves and it just didn't resonate with a sound wave that you typically see. And, and, and I get the symbolism I get they were going for. I absolutely hate the jagged teeth. They're supposed to look like orca teeth, but I'm not sure that orca teeth are pointed like that. Um, it looks like uh, it, 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 it missed the mark. I mean, the, the ideas were there, the execution missed. That's where I'm at. That's my bottom three. Got to turn on your mic, though, my man. Talking about lack of execution, me keeping myself on mute, <laughs> but also Rob not doing any research into what orca teeth actually look like, and they're pretty pointy. Well, they look like oh. the, the orca looks oh. like it has braces because they're perfectly formed. <clears throat> and you know what, Rob, this is where I'm going to give you an orca picture right now, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but no, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um, so that's your three. So you went with, um, let's see, the Miami away. Miami right away. Black. You went mm-hmm. with the um, L.A. home, right, which was the – is the light blue the home one or the dark blue the home one? Um, the dark blue is the – let me see. The dark blue is the home one. Dark blue is home, yep. yep. All right. And then the uh, the Seattle home as as your, your worst. Um. I the my my bottom three don't include those, so I'll just do a little comment on the on each of those. I do like the orca teeth. I do like the fact that the orca teeth are also on the shorts, um, to give you like a nice a nice line on the on the bottom of the shorts and the kit that that'll match the collar and the the, the shirt. Um, but I do agree with you. I I think the waves are a little too abstract. Um, they could have if they want to do waves, you know, ocean waves. They they could have done something a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the LA kit, I love the colors, you know, kind of the, the chargers colors, but a little bit too plain. And again, same thing with the waves. I think they missed the mark on that particular thing. You know, if they're going to go with acorns, maybe you have this nice, nice forest. And I'll talk about um, forests later on. And uh, we talk about some of the kits I love. Um, and then the Miami home, I understand what you're talking about, but I think also everybody's just going to complain. You old guys are going to complain that all these things look like, um, soccer jerseys because there's no collar da, 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 and we don't need collars if you don't want collars it's you know it's one of those things it's a nice 
sure if it's actually right, if you know, traditional, whatever, but you don't really need it. And these are the jerseys we're going to have. These are the kits we're going to have. They don't complain about it when Glasgow Warriors were the same type of kit, in my opinion. But I can see what I see what you mean about having the racing stripe. And maybe it's a little too inside Miami. I think sometimes Rooney had that problem where it was a little too inside New York. Um, you know, so, you know, the explanation is good. I've never been to Miami, but now I want to go to Miami and see. So let me talk about mine. Um, so my number three is actually going to be the Utah Warriors, their home kit, which is the black with red stripes and uh, and the gray stripes in the bottom. Um, I think it's a little too plain, and I'll tell you why. The shorts really are just black shorts. You know, they have they have the the um, the Kappa logo down the side, and then the the Warriors emblem in front. But they're just black shorts, and they really I felt you have a palette there to do something um, to to make a, a design on those particular shorts to kind of break up what you have because it's kind of plain going down the rest of the shirt. That's my number three. Um, my number two is going to be the NOLA Gold Quarters, the home. The reason being, again, the shorts are very plain, and while they do have the nice gold um, piping at the bottom of the short, it's just a white short with the gold NOLA Gold emblem and the gold cap emblem. I felt like they could have continued the quarter pattern on the shorts. I think that might have looked cool or Boy, done something yeah, else. Wow. Um, you know, done something to to break up that, a little bit again. I think it's just kind of would have been a bit, busy, bit busy, don't you think? I don't think so. I think if you just had, if you had that, if you're looking at it, the right leg gold and the left leg white, it's something different because we've seen the quarter kit, and I know it used to have like the stripes or whatever. Right. But you know, we've seen the quarter kit, and I think that would have been a little zhuzhing to to do something or like something like, um, you know, uh, put a little baby on the side, you know, from the king cake, uh, you know, like, like do something. <laughs> it do is something. king cake season, by the yeah, way. And, and, and I know, we, and we, we like, you have the Mardi Gras jersey, which is always a nice one. But I think, you know, just putting something a little insider, a mufalata sandwich, you know, something <laughs> like, but no, I'm serious. Like just putting something on those, those plain white shorts to, to, to zhuzh it up. And uh, unfortunately, the one I dislike the most um, is the away saber cats. Um, you know, I don't like the pattern that they have that looks – I mean, it, it's pictures. It sucks it's pictures because they do have the great pattern on the home black, and it looks like it pops. But on the away yellow, um, because the pattern is white, I don't know. Maybe, again, it could be just the picture, and that's all we have to go on right now. When we see it live on the field, maybe it'll the, the leopard print will pop a little more. Um, I, I do think they could have, again, they went yellow and yellow shorts, do something with the shorts guys. I mean, this is like, you know, all the shorts are very like, you know, non, they're very traditional. And, and you have a, you, again, you have a platform to do something to do something cool, you know, and, and do something. So again, I went with, um, uh, my number three was, uh, what I say was the Utah home blacks yeah. again. Similar to last year, kind of plain. Um, the Nola Gold quarters, again, the shorts are kind of killing me. And then, unfortunately, this year, the Houston Sabercats away. Again, that visual of the leopard print just doesn't pop in the picture. Um, and and speaking of that, if you look at the Old Glory home and away, same thing is happening. I didn't, I, they would be, if looking at the picture, they'd be right there just above 
the Utah Warriors home for me, only because when you look at the picture, I understand it's the Capitol Dome and all that stuff, but the picture itself, it doesn't pop. So it's hard to see, and it just almost looks like red on red and blue on blue. And even when you zoom into those pictures, it's hard to see that pattern. Now, if those patterns in real life, when you're looking at it, can pop, completely changes everything about about all of those kits, in my opinion. And you see that with the Houston home kit, with the leopard print on the Houston home kit, which would be an honorable mention in my top three. I really like it. I probably am going to buy the kit this year. Um, I really like it. Really, really like it. What are your, what are your thoughts on my bottom three? Um, so it, it, first of all, the criticism, like Noah, I, here's the thing. And, and I'm going to bring this up later. I get the criticism of the old kid. It's, it's, uh, it's just another manifestation of what they used last year without the horizontal stripes in the quarters. I like the kind, I like the white shorts. They used them last year. Um, they use it with the, uh, with the Mardi Gras, uh, Jersey. Um, so, you know, they could have for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Carried it up a bit, um, but it is it is a little. It, it, I don't want to say plain, but there isn't much pizzazz to it. I'll admit. The one thing I will say is, there's for me, there's something to be said for branding and identity. And the one thing I like about keeping the quarters, it's been a part of their kid identity for what is now three seasons. And so it's kind of like I'm not comparing the Nola Gold to the Yankees. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is, when you think Yankees, what do you think of New Yorker? Oh, you mean when you think of the Mets, you think of pinstripes? Because the, the Mets had it. I know, but the Yankees have had it forever, and they're well-known throughout and the, the, rest Mets of the country it. other than New York. Uh, they're known for the pinstripes. Just the same, like, and I've always made this reference, like when you go to the Blackhawks hockey games, you you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. You're seeing jerseys that people have been wearing for 30 years. You got red mm-hmm. and you got the white shirt. They still have the Indian had they still have the you know the the offsetting black and uh, mm-hmm. a, a color splashed in there and where you get to see the variety of some of the one off kits and that's the thing I love I, about you're, you're right though you're right about the branding I'm not I'm not upset about the quarters I'm yeah. saying you could have done something with the shorts versus your away kit which is busy because it is the Mardi Gras theme right the sh- the, the shorts can be the plain white and if you look at the um, Kappa um, logo it's also Mardi Gras colors on the shorts which I was going to bring up later. And, and, you know, perhaps putting, you know, on the, on the piping on the bottom of the short, perhaps putting a Fleur de Lee in the pattern, you know, on the white pattern might've been, might've been cool. But if you had, if you had just gold Kappa logo on the Mardi Gras shorts and you had the Mardi Gras Kappa on the the quarter shorts. Oh, you get a little, you get a little crazy, man. You get a little crazy, you know, but um, interesting. So, so that's my take on Nola gold. Um, You know, I, I've always, I'm always a fan of red and black kit. Uh, so I like uh, the Utah Warriors. Um, again, going back to the branding fact on their, on their kits, I like the fact that they retained the, the stripes, which were, which are symbolic of, of their values, family and community, oh, yeah. you know, et cetera. Um, you know, again, not much to it. They're black with some red stripes. 
Um, I, I like the fact he uses red stripe, but there isn't it, it doesn't have a whole lot of pop. Uh, agreed. Um, perhaps throwing on some red red shorts with red that might have cool. would have been cool, or putting red shorts and you put the four stripes at the bottom of, of one or both legs, you know. Um, that would have been all right. And then right. Um, maybe red shorts with the gray Kappa logo, like yeah, from the stripes, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and then what'd you have? Oh, the the Saber Cats away kit. Yeah. Um with a yellow like again i think uh, if i see it if i see it live it'll probably that, come off a little better yeah it, it, it might come off a little better but just from the picture yeah. literally from the picture, i'm not i like the i like the yellow again the shorts kill me if you're going yellow on yellow i think there's a way to break it up a little bit more to yeah. do something with it but it's just that if, if you look at the if you look at their home that pattern pops with the with the gray yeah. and the black and then the yellow accents with the with the collar and the the band yeah. pop and then yep. because it's busy but th- again because it's busy up top you can rock the play short right mm-hmm. so right. and and I, I I will say one thing I really like the black collar with the yellow jersey uh, again I think that pops uh, yeah, as that's... well but uh, I like the band the armband that has the black white and and black right it doesn't have right. to be black yellow and black and it gives it just a little bit of difference again right. it was strictly because the pattern doesn't look good in this particular picture that we right. have right that, that's right. my caveat and listen i don't i think every kit's good i think there's a great execution of kits especially this year um i you know i'm, I'm only going by what i would personally like to wear uh, this has nothing to do with you know right any type of liking the team or whatever. And again, sometimes these pictures, the kit doesn't look as good until you see it right. live. Right. So you know, that's, that's my caveat with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to make two notations here while we're in the middle of this is number one, I would have liked to have seen the, the images all released also show the back last year. They tend to have all the kits had the back and we picked up on one of the problems with, I think uh, it was new England's um, alternative Jersey it had a panel for the number or it didn't have a panel for the number or something like maybe the, the number didn't pop out. And we thought, boy, that's going to be really hard for. Yeah. I think it was, numbers. I think it was a white number on their right alternative. And there was right. no, with now, an outline when, when the Jersey was produced, I believe there was, was an outline, different. but for, yeah. but for the, yeah. the picture itself, right. either they forgot or it was so small. Again, these pictures, sometimes the piping is looks so Correct. small, you know, when you scale it up to where a kit, it was there. Well, yeah, you know, you're, you're right. I and, and what was interesting is I've been told by uh, somebody that it, there were requirement by Kappa was there had to be nine Kappa logos on the kit. So that's why we see every single kit have the Kappa logo down the side of the shorts. Well, to be and honest, if you've the, ever seen, if you've ever seen what they do for their other sports teams or for their Olympic, um, um, when they, because they do do Olympic, um, Uniform is is the they call it the banda. They, call it the banda. Um, they do it multiple times, like almost like its own uh, stripe, right? You know, so that's like I know kind of their kit brand. They used to maybe it was Italy's either yeah. soccer kit or 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 rugby it was down like a it shoulder. Was, it was like a shoulder stripe, right? Yeah. On their tracks, and yeah, it went all the so, way down. Yeah, so so they use suit. they use that as almost a stripe. So yeah, as you see it. Um, you'll notice that on the shorts, almost like a stripe. and on certain certain kits. And I think, hold on, I just saw it on this one. I think if I'm right, 
on Rob's uh, hateful kit of the uh, Seattle Seawolves home kit, two green and then a white, and then they go down to the nice orca teeth. Again, it's those subtle differences where all three of those bandas could have been green, right? But they went green, green, and then white to transition into the white shark teeth thing. You know, something you, you might not notice, something that you could, you know, possibly, again, things you could play with. Um, when we talk about the uh, like uh, the, the the Mardi Gras kit, right? Same yep. thing. They have Mardi Gras banda down the side of the leg. Right, it right, breaks right. It. It's right. not too busy. Right. Breaks it up just enough. Right. You know? So, all right, we're going to move on to our top three kits, Rob, our yeah. top three. So I'm going to hand it off to you. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of homerism perhaps in this list. I will very much admit, um, but it goes to some principles that I've built my kit philosophy on for several years, I've, I've developed a philosophy over the years. So if anybody's interested, I can certainly, uh, uh I'm for hire. Um, first of all, with number three favorite kit is the NOLA way. That is of course the, the NOLA gold Mardi Gras kit. I've always loved the kit since its inception back when they were running the, uh, the blade or blades, uh, X blade as their, their kit sponsor, they've been doing some version or iteration of the Mardi Gras jersey and it's been a hit ever since it's now been incorporated into one of the regular kits not just a one-off kit that's kind of featured it's now a regular part of their uniform uh they built it into their identity and it's certainly mardi gras is a part of nola's identity so it fits in with that branding concept i've been talking about that you can wear one of those mardi gras jerseys anywhere and people associate that with New Orleans. And so why wouldn't you do that for your weight kits? When you go to another place, people know where you're coming from. Uh, I like the splash of white on the collar. I like the fact that they've thrown a collar onto this kit. Uh, they haven't had a collar on their kit ever. So it's the first time we're seeing a collar on a NOLA kit. So I love that. I like the Mardi Gras uh, colors on the side of the white shorts. Uh, so this is really, really sharp. I like it. Uh, again, it fits within the branding. So that's number three. Um, number two, I had to think about this one, and I'm going to throw in an honorable mention here along with my number two, because I like the monotone red on red of the OGDC uh, away kit. That's my honorable mention. Um, it, and I like it because it had the symbolism of the Lincoln Memorial. Um, I'm, I'm a history uh, teacher at trade by heart. And so I like that throwback. It kind of resonates a lot with me. I've said the same thing about New York's kits when they brought in the, the subway tile when they brought in the Brooklyn Bridge or where they brought in, you know, uh, Lady Liberty on their kits. I love the symbolism, the history. It, it's, you know, again, it speaks to their identity. And um, I just, uh, you know, I like the monotone as something different. So that's my honorable mention. I'm going to go with number two. I'm going to go with my Seattle away kit. And, and, um, you know, uh, shout out to, to my homie, Liz, uh, you know, she, she's very much, um, in support and loves that kit, but I like it. Uh, I love the fact that they incorporated Mount Rainier. I love the fact that they incorporated the cityscape. As a matter of fact, interestingly, uh, I designed our wrestling uniforms for this year. And I, I had a, a student do an artist rendition of the town of Lamont with some prominent features much the same way far before this cake came out and they look spectacular. And it really, again, 
you know, creates an identity. People know when they, when, when Seattle comes to visit, they know where that team's from because the, the needle is there and you got Mount Rainier in the background. So again, it speaks to the identity. I love that kit looks really sharp. I like the splashes of gray in there too. And then finally, I'm going to go with my number one kit, Hounds home kit. Okay. I'm a big proponent and fan of horizontal stripes. And I love the fact they're just not the same alternating stripes that they, they vary, you know, a little bit between, uh, you know, it's kind of like a double wide band and a single wide band. They, they produced this one one-off Jersey last year uh, for um, the game on the weekend of St. Patrick's day, or may have been the weekend before St. Patrick's day when Chicago was actually celebrating but I love that kit then. I got it the day that that match happened, um, and and I loved it then. I love it now, and I love what they've done with this kit in the sense that they put the houndstooth on it. I mean, I love this jersey so much that I, I, I'm almost tempted to buy it again just because of the houndstooth Hounds band on the shoulders, right? Um, it was just a great splash. And I will tell you that it's, I have it on good sourcing that both of these kits, both these jerseys, the Heritage jersey and the uh, I, the um, St. Patrick's Day jersey were supposed to actually be the home and away kits last year for the Hounds, but for reasons we won't get into, uh, they weren't allowed to do that. But I love <laughs> the ATL fumbling the bag. <laughs> and and I love the the Hounds tooth at the bottom of the shorts too. I think it just, I, I think it looks sharp. It's different. And again, it goes back to, you know, I got that thing last year. People are going to see me in this year and they'll go, oh, you got the kit. Oh, no, it's last year's kit. But it still resonates. It still has an identity. It still sits within brand. Just a slight variation with a houndstooth makes it slightly different and gives people reason to go, yeah, I might just uh, double up and buy another. No, I, I'm I'm with you there. Um, I, I like the houndstooth. Unfortunately, for me, the Hounds kits did not make my top three, but that's it. Honestly, it's a tough choice for me. I have a lot of kits I like. Um, I and like I'm interested really in hearing good. your kits, by the way. And you know why that is? Why is that? Because you don't have a dog in the fight per yeah. se anymore. I'm hoping that maybe you'll finally announce which dog you're putting in the That'll fight. That'll become in the in in the coming weeks. Um, we're trying mm-hmm. to uh when I'm when I make my announcement, first of all. Let's just say I've been getting swag from some people that I know from certain teams, and I appreciate that. Um, as you guys know, any type of swag is always appreciated and will sway my vote. Um, but I think we want to make this announcement um, when Ty is back uh, with us on the show. Uh, he's taking a little bit of a hiatus for some personal reasons. Shout out to Ty. We love you, buddy. Um, but hopefully he'll come back. Funny, by the way. <laughs> um, so my decision will come soon enough. Um, as soon as, you know, maybe they fix the goddamn schedule. Anyway, <laughs> Nick Benson, we're watching. Um, so, so first thing, I, one thing we didn't, we forgot to say, San Diego did not drop their home and away kits. They dropped their military series kits. So that's a distinction. They actually didn't drop their home and away kits. Um, they will be coming soon. But again, uh, I do like the house. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. That's right. You know, it's funny to say that that is a fine eye for the big guy right there because I was looking all over. I produced a nice little document for, Mm -hmm. for Scott and I to talk about these, and I'm looking all over on their socials, all their socials, and I didn't see them drop their actually kits. 
I forgot where I found those military, but they have, you know, they have two contrasting military. So take it away, my man. So that's my first honorable mention is their away kit. I like the gray um, uh, Mart hat. Um, the thing, the thing I like this better than their home military series is because the red military series at home, you, it's hard to see it, but on the left shoulder, there's a legionnaire helmet. And on the away kit, because the shoulders are solid black, the legionnaire kit is uh, legionnaire helmet is gray and is more outlined. And I really, really like that. It really makes it pop. Again, the shorts lift something to be desired, but that's an honorable mention. So my number three, my number three is actually going to be the Dallas Jackals away kit. I love their home kit and I love their away kit because I do like the black as their home. Uh, but the away kit with the white and the star and the use of, 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 the absence of something in between the star, uh, two reasons. One, obviously Dallas, you know, is, is in Texas, the stars, they're low, right. With the Cowboys, but also the Dallas stars hockey team, very similar. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it ingratiates them in the community to be, Hey, we are doing, we are trying to have our merch and have our identity fit with the, the, uh, city we're in, along with these other teams. Um, I'm telling you that white that white away kit. You can go over and and, and wear that at a freaking Dallas Stars game, and you fit right in. Even though it's a little bit different color green, the black one especially would fit right in with Dallas Stars because Dallas Stars are green, gold, and black. Um, but so my number three is the away Dallas Jackals. Um, my number two, obviously we talked. I talked about it before because their away kit was on my shit list. Uh, the Houston Sabercats home. I like the simplicity of just having the pattern. Um, the pattern's busy. The shorts can be simple. You have your yellow collar on your patterned black shirt. Um, you have your 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 bands uh, in yellow and black uh, to round it out. I really like this home kit this year. I think last year their kit was just left something to be desired. I think this black one's really going to pop, especially under the lights. I'm looking forward to purchasing that one. Don't tell my wife. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, another honorable mention, um, you know, I've I've always liked this kit, even though it was a kit of the enemy. Um, it's the home kit for New England. I like the way they have their blue stripes, the blue kit with the stripes set up. Um, I'm not partial to their white kit where it's just stripes on the bottom. I do like how you have the, the thinner stripes, kind of the big blue stripe to have their alloy therapeutics and then the, continuing with the little stripes again. Um, I do think it, the away kit with the shorts looks a little better because it, it, the bottom is blue to the red shorts. I mean, blue on blue looks good. Their alternative white on white always looks great. White shorts with a white top. It looked great for LA. You know, that's a classic too, but honorable mention to the home, uh, to the home kit for, um, for new England. So my number one is actually going to be the Seattle Seawolves away. I really like the Mount Rainier. I really like the forest that's uh, on the bottom there and how they've, interwoven Mount Rainier into the kit with it almost being not as prominent, you know, um, still coming with the hot green. I always like their hot green if they can use it well. And I think they're using it well in this particular um, kit. The only thing I would say is maybe the shorts bottom band should have been hot green um, to round it out and just cap it off or maybe have hot green banda or, you know, like a blue, a green, a blue banda you know, to, to zhuzh up the shorts a little bit. Um, but that's, that's my number one. Uh, so again, if, if you're going down the list, I'm going, um, what I say? I said, uh, Jackals away, Jackals away in white, Sabercats home in the black. Yeah. 
And my number one kit this year is the Seattle Seawolves away. I think they knocked it out of the park. There's several kits I want to get. Uh, you know, I want to purchase the Miller Gold Mardi Gras with the collar I want to purchase. The home Chicago hoops I want to purchase. Uh, the Seawolves away I want to purchase. And the Houston Sabercats um, black I want to purchase. And I'll probably want to purchase a Miami home and the LA away. I like the pink in the Miami home. I love those colors. We, we've talked about those Giltini's colors. I really like them. Um, and then I, the, the light blue, the powder blues is just something cool. Like again, the design, not the best, but I think those colors just bow to that powder blue and that. Well, they're unique, know. right? I mean, you oh, know, the chargers like, have the powder blues, you know, the league, right? Like uh, a lot of teams have black and red. A lot of teams have red, white, and blue, but you know, those, those colors that they're using are, are, are unique sure. in the league. And so therefore they stand out. So I'm hearing what you're saying there. And again, I think with the monotone thing, I, I kind of think at least it's, it's a little bit of a change from what has been done traditionally, at least in uh, historically in, in terms of league kit. So, you know, I agree with you. I think it's a pretty cool color combo. Absolutely. So fell, uh, you know, hammer and, and everybody who's watching, listen, tell us what you think about what we said. Tell us your bottom three. Tell us your top three. Again, our bottom three are just our opinions of those three. We're not saying those, you know, anything bad about those particular kits. It's just what we feel in seeing the kit. Um, so don't come at us for that. You know, it's just our opinion. Same thing with the top three. We want to know your top three. We want to know your bottom three. We want to know your opinion. Like, subscribe, comment, you know, check us out on YouTube. I'm going to post some clips to our social media. Check us out on TikTok and Instagram and, you know, Let's let's start getting uh, uh, Kitmas flowing here. Um, you know. Before we exit, I got to ask you your opinion. So the Hounds away kit is the monotone green, and I've said on many kits I like the monotone look. It's 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 at least unique from what's been done in the past in the league. But what's interesting about their kit is they went with collars. Now again, this is the Heritage jersey, which I also own by the way, but it had last year, it had the white collars. Now it's going to be monotone green on green collars. I'm at, with the green shorts. And then you just have the touch of houndstooth on the, on the arm. What are your thoughts on that? Houndstooth collar would have been good. Uh, <laughs> oh my. You uh, look like my grandpa going out on Sunday afternoon. Walk. Houndstooth collar would have been good. Um, you know, I think the all white is excuse me, the white collar is the best look for that. I think if they could have done something inlaid, something like maybe the stars down the shoulders, you know, the Chicago flag has the stars again, not colored, mm -hmm. but just a, a darker green or a lighter green to, to make a pop. You know, put some Easter eggs in this shit, man. Put in yeah. a friggin' Pequod's deep dish slice somewhere. Put in yeah. a, a, a you know a friggin' uh, Chicago dog. Like this is the kind of stuff we, I think if you put in little Easter eggs, something on the inside of the kit. Yeah. Um, you it, know, I mean, it's, it's it one of those things do like a real subtle with the monotone green, you break it up, you put the Easter egg in there with something like, you know, the, the Willis tower or, yeah. or, you know, some, or like, or maybe even, you know, uh, uh, the, the Chicago river somehow in there or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. Put a little Easter egg, but yeah. Uh, it was an interesting approach with the green on green collar jersey mm -hmm. short. One of, one of my favorite Easter eggs, I think it was 2017 or maybe even 2013 uh, World Juniors, uh, USA Hockey. 
Um, on the inside of the collar, you wouldn't even see it. Or on the inside of the jersey, underneath the collar, it just said "Land of the Free, Home of the Brave" on the inside of the jersey. Yeah, nobody would have ever seen those, it unless you took the jersey. I gotta admit, those are cool Easter eggs when you have something unique on the inside of the collar. It's interesting. You talk about the hoops jersey. The first iteration they sold of that jersey, the one I own, actually was a player fit with the pocket in the back for the GPS unit, which was pretty, <laughs> which was pretty cool. It's it's unique for sure. I have I have a couple of those as, as a uh, in New York, um, as I was given you know swag over the years of, of player worn stuff and with the pocket, and I gotta be honest, Rob still has the one piece of merch that I want, but I I, I shan't steal it from his home is the original scarf that the Chicago Hounds put out that they did not produce <laughs> for the rest of the season. Uh, it's not in my house anymore, though. My my child has it, and he is, you know, he has uh, flown the coop, so to speak. No, no, so no. And, and listen, they 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 were like, listen, we only have one. I'm like, I can't ask you, right? That. You know, so yeah, it, was, I'm, it I'm, was a nice touch. Yeah, it was a nice touch. But anyway, guys, again, like, subscribe, comment, share this. Happy Kidmas, and we'll see you at the next. Bye bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.